You are listening to the Indie Audio. Uh, this is the October 2019 edition of the Independent, issue 251. This article is New York City's Next Socialist Wave, DSA Takes Aim at the State Assembly's Old Guard, by Theodore Ham. The Democratic Socialists of America have clearly rocked this New York City political establishment over the past two years. The group held, uh, helped elect Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to Congress. It knocked out a long-standing machine politician in the state Senate, and it nearly seized the most important elected office in Queens. As the 2020 state races take shape, the local DSA chapters are seeking to expand their influence and taking on an even wider range of entrenched politicians. So far, 10 candidates have sought the Brooklyn's DSA support for the 2020 state office campaigns. In mid-September, the state announced its endorsement in four races. Boris Santos running to unseat Assemblyman Eric Delon in Assembly District 54 in Bushwick, Pharaoh Souffrant Forrest in her challenge to Assemblyman Walter Mosley in Assembly District 57 in Crown Heights, Marcella Mitayanis running against Assemblyman Felix Ortiz in AD 51 in Sunset Park, and Jabari Brisport of Bed-Stuy, who's seeking the Senate District 25, seat currently held by Villamanette Montgomery, who may be retiring. One reason the Brooklyn DSA chose only a handful of prospective challengers is to focus the group's energy and resources. Like its Queen counterpart, the chapter only supports candidates with an explicitly socialist vision, which includes a pledge not to take developer or corporate donations and to vow to advocate for social justice on numerous fronts. For example, left-leaning Emily Gallagher, who's challenging uh, incumbent assemblyman Joe Lentil in Greenpoint, did not receive the DSA support because she considers herself a progressive rather than a socialist. A candidate's perceived viability was also a consideration in the Brooklyn's endorsement. One of the most common slams against the DSA is that the group is full of mostly white newcomers to gentrifying neighborhoods and thus hypocritical in claiming to advocate for the diverse working class residents facing displacement pressures. But the Brooklyn's DSA's 2020 slate consists of four candidates of color who grew up in the borough, either in the districts they seek to represent or in adjacent ones. All three of the Brooklyn DSA's assembly candidates maintain that the incumbents in their district should be judged not by their voting records, but by their leadership or lack thereof in housing, health care, criminal justice, immigration, and voting rights. The New York State Assembly, after all, is more than two-thirds Democratic, making a member's ultimate support for a bill less important than what they did to hasten its passage. Santos, who is 29, and State Senator Julia Salazar's chief of staff, says that Assemblyman Delon has not been a helpful advocate on housing and other matters. Souffrant, a 30-year-old nurse who has been a lead organizer with the Crown Heights Tenant Union, views Mosley as an all-talk, no-action politician. And Mitayanis, who is 45 and has spent the last decade fighting displacement in Sunset Park with neighbors helping neighbors, explains that protection, protecting tenants is not a top priority for OTs. The State Assembly is currently run by Speaker Carl Heasty, a Bronx machine politician. While the group has made inroads in the state senate where Salazar is a member and Jessica Ramos is also closely aligned with the group, the DSA has not yet made inroads into the other chambers. The election season is about gaining a presence in Albany, said Santos. Heasty is a widely viewed as a business-as-usual Democrat. During the 2019 legislative session from January to June, his PAC took in nearly $300,000, roughly two-thirds of which came from unions, and the PACs of various business interests in the state, ranging from Albany lobbying firms to chiropractors. Heasty collected over $40,000 from the healthcare industry, precisely as the New York Health Act established single-payer insurance stalled, and over $12,000 from law enforcement groups, while the marijuana legalization never made it to the Assembly floor. During the home stretch of the Queens DA primary in June, Heasty funded $20,000 from his PAC to Melinda Katz. At the same time, he never sent a single key piece of past legislation concerning affidavit ballots to Governor Andrew Cuomo, which ultimately hurt DSA-backed Tiffany Caban's insurgent campaign. 
to safe bet the many of the incumbents facing BSA primary challengers will receive money from Heastie's war chest. As a leader, Heastie is viewed as a transactional figure who negotiates individually with assembly members about what their districts need. He then doles out discretionary funding for members' preferred projects in exchange for their support for his agenda. Any successful DSA candidate will thus need to fight hard and loud against Heastie. Both Soufran and Mitayanez already have a track record of doing so. In early June, they were among the 61 activists arrested at the state capitol demanding the passage of a set of pro-tenant housing bills. While the protests helped spur the assembly to action, leading to expanded rent stabilization and several other pro-tenant measures, Mitayanez said the victories were amazing but bittersweet because the good cause eviction bill was not included in the package. C and Soufran both vowed to continue to draw on their community organizing experience if elected. All three of the DSA's assembly candidates can expect the Brooklyn Democratic machine to fight hard against them. But as Salazar's successful state senate run last year against longtime incumbent Martin Delon, Eric Delon's father, the party apparatus no longer wields control in Williamsburg and Bushwick. Party boss Frank Cedillo also was unsuccessful in his attempt to, uh, to help Assemblyman Ortiz unseat city councilman Carlos Menacaca in 2017. As the assistant speaker of the assembly, Ortiz, running for his 14th term, is likely to get Heastie's full support. Soufrant, meanwhile, clearly has the most formidable opponent of the three. Congressman Hakeem Jeffries will likely fight hard for his protege, Mosley, who is also viewed as Cedillo's likely successor as party boss. Meanwhile, that other Brooklyn elected officials are likely to lend their support to Mosley as well. And while the DSA's vision is one of multiracial solidarity, New York City's politics historically have been driven by ethnic divisions. Delon thus must, may play up his Puerto Rican and African-American identity against Santos, who is Dominican and Salvadoran, and Mosley may help align himself with African-Americans against Soufran, who is Haitian-American. Ortiz, meanwhile, almost certainly will try to rally Puerto, Rican, Puerto Ricans against Mitayanes, who is Peruvian-American. All three DSA candidates for assembly nevertheless have ample experience building alliances with multiple groups, and across Brooklyn, Soufrant says that there's a new feeling shared by fellow activists. No longer content to let the old guard run the show, the DSA, she says, is going to create the world we want for ourselves.